have to have a very powerful image associated with what you're trying to convey. You only have a millisecond to grab somebody's eye, their interest level, that they're going to click on it, they're going to notice your ad. If the sound of a machine tool removing metal gets your blood pumping, then you are Metalworking Nation. This is Making Chips, where we talk all things metalworking, engineering and design, production and tooling combined with business best practices, technology, marketing, news, and new media for manufacturing professionals. Here are your hosts. Business owners, metalworking experts, and guys who get dirty on the factory floor, Jim Carr and Jason Zanger. Now, let's make some chips. Hey, Jason, you going to go to that Mazak Discover 2015 event soon? Yeah, it's actually approaching fast. I'm getting ready to go. What can cool. you tell me about the event? Well, the last two times I've been there, I really enjoyed myself. It's honestly brought a lot of value to me so I can better run my business. A lot of my manufacturing buddies are going to be there and a serious amount of C-level company executives too. It really elevates the quality of the event. It's a great networking event too. And you and I both know the value of great networking. Yeah, I do know the value of great networking. It sounds just like Making Chips episode 10. You bet. You know, Jason, I'm treating this like an educational event. My operations manager, Ryan, is attending, and with all the interactive hands-on demos that's going to be going on, he'll be learning better ways to solve shop floor problems when they happen. Man, Mazak really is a rock star company. Seems like everything they do is first class. I'm telling you, my experiences with them have been really positive. The quality of the product and their service techs are amazing. You should see their state-of-the-art parts inventory facility. Man, I was impressed. Truly world-class. So what does the Metalworking Nation need to do in order to sign up for the event? First off, they need to do it right now. It's going to be here soon. Yeah. Go to mazakusa.com, click on the Discover 2015 link, and then the register button. A Mazak rep will reach out to you soon after. And the dates, Tuesday, October 27th through October 30th, and Tuesday, November 3rd through Thursday, November 5th. Be there. Hey, welcome, everybody. This is the podcast to equip you, you manufacturing leaders. We're coming to you today from our beautiful downtown Chicago studio. I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Jason Zanger. Hello. And we also have Ryan in the studio with us. He's just checking things out and uh, telling us we're doing a great job. And uh, it's good feedback to hear. We're excited to come with you today. And um, I'm glad you tuned us in. We got a lot of good stuff for you today. And today we're going to talk about why should I advertise my machine shop on Facebook? Yeah, it's a very interesting topic for us to go over because Facebook is, you know, for the most part, a personal social platform. Not really a business it platform. It is. All the more reason why I think you should do something a little different. If everyone's driving to LinkedIn to do their business, I think that if you try and put your business on something that isn't business related, it's going to get noticed, right? Yeah. But it's, before- like, it's like putting a, a bright color in the middle of a dark room. Everyone's going to look at it. So you know what I mean? I think sometimes being a little different gets you noticed and it's an opportunity. I, You know, there's no measurable or well there i guess it is measurable but i I just sometimes i like being a little different 
I agree. But before we get into this, yeah, why, why don't we go, go through a, a couple things that, that we wanted to talk about? What do you want to talk um, about, Jason? Well, the, one of the first ones is just very briefly, we um, we do have some YouTube videos that we uploaded. They're basically making chips episodes that Ryan put some imagery behind and maybe a little bit of light video behind, but we hope that we're going to turn this into something bigger in the future. Um, so check that out. And if you have coworkers or manufacturing peers that don't listen to podcasts, everybody's got access to YouTube. So um, we're going to start trying to fill up that YouTube channel so we can, you know, just have a different, a different channel for people to listen to the podcast. You bet. The other thing that we wanted to talk about is that Jim and I are discussing and formulating like a little event that we want to have at IMTS. Oh, it may, not, it may not be little. Well, it may not be little, <laughs> no, but um, but we, we, we're, we're talking about that. So, you know, just kind of keep that in the back of your head. We think it's going to be something around the right before IMTS starts or right in the beginning. So just kind of, you know, keep yeah, how it. many people, how many people come in and attend that event every two years? My understanding is that by square footage, it is the biggest event in North America. By attendance, yes. it's second to CES, which is the Consumer Electronics Show. Oh, right. So I know. I've heard about that. It is a gigantic event. It is I've huge. been I there mean, every other. You know, yeah. 125,000 plus people that go to IMTS. That's awesome. Yeah. So, huge. yeah. Mark your calendar now. Mark your and, calendar. And yeah. Go, we wanna, and mark it a day or two earlier, too. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, when you book your tickets, you know, make sure you, you, you keep this in consideration. You bet. So, yeah. Why don't we get into it? So, have you taken out ads on Facebook? Has Car Machine, Has Car Machine. Tool ever advertised on Facebook? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. And I believe I shared a little bit of this strategy back in episode one, way back in episode one when we were still nervous. Yeah. Well, but no, I did talk about this, but what I'd like to do today is do a deeper dive into why and how and where you can get the targeted people that you really want. So as we all know, when we're when we're on our personal Facebook pages, and you'll occasionally when you're scrolling through your news feed, you'll see a sponsored ad. The sponsored ads are targeted at you based on the demographic that you put into Facebook when you sign up to Facebook. Those ads are highly targeted at you. And of course, you know, when I filled out my Facebook profile way back in the day, all the things that interested me were, you know, music, health, fitness. Being a machinist. Yeah, machinist, engineering, technology. So if this was Jim Carr, like when you first started out at Car Machine, you would have put down your job title as I would machinist, yep. and you would have gotten highly targeted ads for a machinist. Yeah, I don't. Which that's no, good no, you because don't now. you because don't know. But when I do these type of Facebook targeted ads for my machine shop. I know that the people I'm targeting are going to, it's going to show up in their newsfeed. It's going to get noticed. Mm -hmm. So let's go back. So when I did fill it out, so of course, since I put down them, I heavily follow music and pop culture and health and fitness. So a lot of those sponsored ads show up on my Facebook newsfeed. And hopefully I'm going to click through because it's a pay per click campaign. I click on those sponsored ads. That particular sponsor is paying a fee for me to click on it, and it's probably going to go to that sponsor's Facebook page. Hopefully, I'm going to like it, and so it'll consistently show up on my news feed without them paying for it, or it'll drive me to their 
the sponsor's website. And it's not just about what you tell Facebook that you are. So you could say I'm a 39-year-old male, but if you, also if you click a like for, say, Modern Machine Shop Magazine, they're going to know a little bit more about you and they're going to know this group of people like Modern Machine Shop Magazine and I'm going to advertise this ad towards these people that is relevant to somebody that works at a machine shop. Exactly. They might know more about you than you know about yourself. You know what's really weird, and I think we can discuss this too. Have you ever been like on um, Amazon.com or any other, like you're searching for a product, let's say a pair of shoes, or let's say a vacation in San Diego, I think I know and then you go going. into Facebook, and I'll be damned, there's a on the side sponsored ads is that same hotel that I was just checking rates on in San Diego or else those pair of work boots that I was just looking at on Amazon.com are showing them. I mean, that's good. That's that's weird. Okay, so what those are called, and I'm going to confirm this with Ryan with a head nod, those are based on your cookies. Oh, okay. okay. Ryan's yeah. saying yes. Yeah. So yeah, basically what happens is you go to that website for that hotel and you download this little text file called a cookie. Yep. And then when you go to Facebook, it reads that cookie and says, well, I'm going to keep trying to slam this thing home to Jim that he needs to buy this thing, whatever it is. Yeah. So, but let's get back. Um, yeah, you let's know, get focus back to that. On, I just wanted on, to share that. So here, it's when a great, I it's a great point though. Yeah, when I advertise on Facebook, ideally in my business, I want to engage with the engineer because the engineer has authority. He's the leading edge of the design project. And if I can engage with him early on, I've got a good probability of winning that job in the future. Absolutely. So that's what I do when I target people on my corporate Facebook page, my car so machine are you, tool Facebook page. are you targeting page. design engineers? Is that who specifically you're going Mechanical engineers. Mechanical engineers. So what okay. I do is I go in, they, they ask male or female. I click both. Okay. I can click the age. How old is that engineer? I typically click and, you know, I'm not, I'm just trying to identify, but I go like 26 to 46 because those are typically the people that would be on Facebook. And then I click what regions of the country are they from? I go typically do the five state region around Chicago. So that's Wisconsin, Iowa, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio, Indiana. The Great Lakes region. Iowa, the Great Lakes region. And then I also add in California and probably New York. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, because there's a lot of industry, there's a lot of innovation in those states. Ironically, that's where most of our listenership is. Ironically. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought? That's where so, they're making chips. Yeah. And then you can default like uh, languages if you want a Hispanic listener or if they do, you know, English, Spanish, Russian, Polish, whatever. Let's settle on this for a couple minutes. Sure, so go ahead. you could actually create different ads based on a female yep. mechanical engineer yep. that's, you know, in that her went to 30s. Harvard. Yeah. I mean, you, I guess you could go that far, but let's, you know, let's in, in real terms who you'd go after, you might have a different ad that could be really tailored towards um, that female mechanical engineer. Maybe, maybe women in general are, are more aesthetic than men are. And you have really, to pick a strong yeah, um, somebody that photo really, or a strong image to put with that. Yeah. Ad you got to put a better image with that. I mean, yep. maybe there's a male mechanical engineer has a different mindset and, and maybe they just want to know 
quickly everything they want to know about your shop um, as opposed to the picture. So you can really tailor those ads to the demographic. Or for somebody that, you know, speaks Polish or, or speaks Spanish, you could put that ad in that language. Yeah, absolutely 100% correct. It's almost scary at how, how you can filter it how down. How targeted it is. Oh my gosh, it's, it's awesome. So what's your objective when you're, when you're putting that Facebook ad together? Are you just trying to drive likes for company? Yes. Okay. Are you um, trying to get them? Here's what I do. So after I've filtered it down, I've targeted it down to all these engineers, this, this region that they're going to be, the age, the mechanical engineering degree, they're in a mechanical engineering role in their company. You can even pick the names of the company. If you want them to work for Boeing, Caterpillar, mm-hmm. John Deere, you can even put in those specific things too. I don't. I'm a little bit more broad. And then I try to pick a image... Because remember, at the end of the day, you're scrolling through your newsfeed. You have to have a very powerful image associated with what you're trying to convey. You only have a millisecond to grab somebody's eye, their interest level, that they're going to click on it. They're going to notice your ad. So I really try and pick an image that is relevant to what I'm trying to sell. So it's probably a really cool artistic part that I've taken a Something picture of. Something highly polished. Polished. Lots it's of holes. A sexy, you know. It's a sexy machine part. Something that that engineer can relate to. You know, that's different for everybody, but I know that if he's working on mechanical drawings all day long, if I put a mechanical drawing, I use that image on my sponsored ad, that they're going to see it, they're going to relate to it, and they're going to look at it. Whether Are they going to click it? I don't know. Are they going to like it? I don't know. I can only hope. That well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the billboard that you drive by. I mean, sometimes yes. it's not just about them clicking on it, but it's but it's about that imagery staying in their face. You know, whenever they log into Facebook, I know as as far as I'm concerned, I like to spend about no more than five minutes a day on Facebook. I just I, I just personally you know can't handle any anything more than that unless I have an objective but for going there. It is definitely. I mean, all these social platforms are changing and the people that consume the content from them are changing. And Facebook's been around for a long time now. It's probably one of the oldest social platforms out there. Obviously, one of the most successful. Jim, so what's the cost that you've experienced when doing Facebook ads? Well, you know, Jason, I I haven't done it in a couple months, maybe even longer now that I think about it. But I, I, for me, it wasn't cheap. And I, I, you know, it was a pretty expensive strategy to kind of experiment with. I can't remember now if they charge... I know they charge a pay per click or a pay if for every like that you get, or you can even get it... You can even pay for an impression. You know what an impression is. Yeah, it's a view. If, if somebody actually could potentially see or brand your ad in their head, that's really tough to... That's tough to measure. It's tough to... It's almost impossible. So, I, you know, I remember spending $200 a month just to you know, get likes and to get people looking at me. But it, well, again, it was highly targeted. So I know all the people that liked my Car Machine and Tool Facebook page are relevant. They really were potential the, buyers. They really, they could be. And I did have a, I do have a success story out of this. Great. Can I tell tell you us. This? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it was a couple years ago, actually. I'm up at Granite Peak in, the, in central Wisconsin skiing with my kids between Christmas break and New Year's. And I'm on my BlackBerry, and I get an email from a guy in Washington State who worked for an aviation company that said, I saw your Facebook ad. That's awesome that you did that. Here's a quote. 
Great. It was awesome. It was a significant quote for an aerospace company. Um, Nothing ever happened out of it, and I never heard from him again. I don't know if he was just had a quote from another machine shop, and he wanted me to, you know, review it to to keep their current vendor honest um, or whatever the heck it was. But at that time, that was a pretty good success story for me. Yeah, that's great. It really validated what I was doing. Was it worth the money to have the quote? Could I have followed up on it? Yes, 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 yes. But, you know, us as small business owners, we have a lot of hats and, you know, we, we don't get around to doing it. So maybe for a little bit larger company that has an actual sales staff, they it's have a lead pipe, generation. A pipeline it's that it's they work lead through. generation, you know, just getting those new prospects into the queue, you know, collecting them, harvesting those email addresses. That'll be another interesting um, episode that we'll you have like to have. How to, how to, no, just how to manage your sales pipeline so that you're, uh, that you're, I you're doing that, that correctly. Yeah, you know, we're a small company, so it, it's it's tough, you know. There are some ways that you can do that probably yeah. uh, in a very simple way. Sounds like a good episode that we need to record. So, yeah, I mean, what else do you think? Would you ever do it for uh, Zanger's Industrial? Yeah, I definitely would. Uh, what we, would we be your strategy yet. with that? So just to drive people to our website, okay, we're going to be um, releasing our, our next website, which is going to be an e-commerce site. So I'm not ready to drive people to this to our current site. So once we release our our next site um, where you'll be able to shop on it, that's what I'm going to want to start doing. Would that. it be worth it for you to drive them to your corporate Facebook page? If we want to start engaging with people, I see a corporate Facebook page more as just a a, a platform to communicate. So, you know, if if somebody oh, wants to creating communi- engagement, with yeah. If your somebody u- if somebody wants to you know engage like, on, hey Facebook, Jason, I got a question on a quarter twenty tap. Exactly. Yeah, what, exactly. Would I use this yeah, instead on, of calling or instead of yeah, emailing? Well, the millennials, that's how they do it. They don't want to exactly. pick up the phone. They want to they want to go on their Facebook. They want to type in a question into a. A Facebook page and get an answer. Yeah, we want to be omni-channel. So if somebody wants to physically show up, if somebody wants to call, if somebody wants to text, if somebody wants to communicate on Facebook, if somebody wants to email, if somebody wants to chat, um, we can do all. We want to be able to. Oh, you have all that those chat channels. option on your new website. We will. Or, okay, cool. And we also use G Chat. Oh yeah, that I know. Yeah. So right. I just G chatted with your son today about product. Good. So, yeah. Good. So we want to be able to. We just want to be able to communicate and whatever. Want to talk? Forget yeah. About, it, forget about we, using the phone. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to be able to talk in whatever platform that our customers prefer to talk. Absolutely. You got to have all the options. Yep. Yep. If it's Facebook or whatever. Whatever. So yeah, that's my experience with advertising on Facebook. I really think that if you've never done it, that you should try it. For me, it's been boy. Now that I think about it, I think it's been. About a year or maybe longer Why don't since you I've done that. Start up another ad. I've got so much going on right now that mm-hmm. I, I I don't know, but maybe I'll I'll hand that task off to somebody else. Okay, and, and see what comes of it. But I definitely know I was getting engagement. I got a lot of likes that way. Well, why don't we do this? Maybe why don't we start a very highly targeted making chips ad and. Our listeners should let us know if they see it. So well, you know, hopefully, our li- with hopefully our listeners have already liked our Facebook. Well, page. I'm just saying, let's do something highly targeted. We won't say what what that target is, but maybe we'll do something highly targeted, and somebody can let us know if they see this custom message where you know we that we talked about on this Interesting. episode. It certainly is a new way to do business nowadays. Who would have thought that we would be engaging with prospects through a social media platform? Absolutely. You know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You know, years ago, my dad say, oh, put an ad in the yellow pages or don't worry, they'll pick up the phone and call you. Oh my God, it's so much different nowadays. It's um, It's unbelievable. There's so many different avenues and ways that you can target and, and you know, 
Was that the find um, people? Was that the buy a mill and they will come it's, method of sales? Yes. Buy a will and don't worry, Joe Smith down the street will tell John Doe at the other company about us because we're so wonderful. And as we all know, those days are over. Those days are long gone. No one even answers the phone anymore. You know, I mean, try and try and call somebody on their corporate line anymore. It's almost impossible to get a hold of anybody. <laughs> but it's, it's the truth. You know that. It's the honest to God truth. I mean, it's good if you have their cell phone number, but then you feel like a a jerk when you call. Hi, my name's Jim Carr. We do precision machining. Want to do business with me? And he's like, you know, how the hell did you get my number? Well, anyway, why don't we wrap this up? Yeah, let's do it. Before you so, start going off on a big tangent, I know <laughs> I'm in a good mood today. So I had a very good day. Uh, anyway, lots of stuff in store for our listeners for the future. We've got uh, a lot of good. Yeah, the IMTS episodes. event, the YouTube channel. I mean, yeah, we're thinking about, about doing it. video stuff. It's going to be so sexy. Yeah, we're going to take it to the next level. Yeah, we're going to take it to the next level. We're going to try and you know spread the word. Let your friends in the industry know about us. Uh, hopefully, we can provide some relevant um, information to equip you so you can better make your better make decisions in your day to day grind. Or your day-to-day machining. Absolutely. Or in your day-to-day sales. Whatever that is for you. Anyway, reach out to us to let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear. If you have a a subject that you want us to do as an episode, we'll be more than happy to think about it. Also, leave us information on makingchips.com, socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Bam. Bam. This podcast exists to improve the manufacturing industry. We want to hear from you, the owners, managers, leaders, and engineers from the metalworking nation. What ideas do you want to share and what keeps you up at night? We want you to take something away from this podcast that you can use to improve your company, your team, and yourself. So let us know what you want to hear and we'll see you next time on Making Chips. Right, so the more so information you I'm give a 39 year old male living in Chicago. You're not a 39 year old male <laughs> <laughs> with a PhD. No, I'm kidding. Everybody You're knows to a 60 year old female. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's something new. But.